I'd like to share with you a wonderful, wonderful story that I heard of the late Lubavitcher Rebbe from Rabbi Ben Shushan. There is a shliach and his wife, a shlucha, who are working tirelessly to make Balei Tshuva. And they were working with this wonderful Russian bacher. And the shlucha, his wife, was working with a wonderful girl who also came from Russia. And after being a few years together, working together, the Rav, the Shliach, he thought of a great idea. Why don't I set up the boy with the girl? Maybe it can work. And sure enough, they went out and they ended up getting engaged. They set a date for marriage. Now the Shliach felt really responsible to be almost like the Aviha Chasan. And the wife felt responsible to be like the, the Ima of the Kala. So she went shopping with her. The Rav was Metapel. He was busy with the Chasen. He told him, invite your family and we'll make a beautiful wedding. The day of the wedding comes and the Rav, he's walking around the wedding as if he were to be the Aviyah Chasen, the father of the groom. He sees during dancing that there's a man sitting. He walks over to the man and he says, Come, dance with me. Let's get into the ring. And the man says, I'm sorry, I'm not feeling well. He says, You look great. You may be 75 years old, but you look, you don't look a day over 55. Come, dance with me. And the fellow says, I'm telling you, if I say I don't feel well, I don't feel well. He says, Tell me what's wrong. Do you want me to call Hatzalah? He says, no. He says, I am the grandfather of the chassan. And I just had my bris today. You had your bris today? He said, yes. Last week, the chassan, my grandson, called me up and he said, Grandpa, Zaidi, I'm getting married next week and I'm religious. And I want you to know that it's brought... In the Svar Magdashim, that the grandparents and the generations from before come down to the chuppah to rejoice with their grandchildren. But you never had a brizadi, and I don't want you to ruin the beautiful purity of the chuppah that's going to all the Zaydis. They may not show up if my own grandfather never had a bris. So please come to the wedding. But when we do the canopy and the chuppah, sit with the guest, don't come up, and then you can come up afterwards, and I'll dance with you. And he said, when I heard that, I thought to myself, I came from Russia. I came 30 years ago from Russia. But I never had a bris, because I came here when I was already 40 years old, and I didn't have the courage to have a bris. And now it's 30 years later, I'm 70 and I still don't have a bris. So I decided that I was going to surprise my grandson and have a bris. And I had one. It took me time. I was going back and forth. I was afraid. And today I made up my mind. I'm going to do it. And I had my bris at 70 years old today. So when I tell you that I'm not feeling well, please believe me, I'm not feeling well. I just had my bris today, and I was at the chuppah before, as you saw me, by the chuppah, 
by the canopy with my grandson and my son and of course with my Zaydis and Bobas. The Rav was so inspired. The Rav, you know, you hear people do amazing things. We give tzedakah, we fast, we help other people. But to have a bris at the age of 70 on the day of your grandchild's chasana, because what are you thinking? How am I going to look? How am I going to dress? Who am I going to meet? Am I going to dance, have a good time? And no, the Zayda was thinking, how am I going to make my grandson proud? I'm going to make him proud. Am I Zaydis and Bubba's proud? Am I Yiddishkeit proud by having a bris? The Rav was so inspired, he pulls out a dollar out of his pocket. And he says, I once went to the Lubavitcher Rebbe many years ago, and the Rebbe told me, give it to a Yid who needs a Rafua Shalema. The Rebbe gave me one dollar for myself, but he gave me another dollar. And he said, I never understood why the Rebbe would tell me to give a dollar to a Yid. But he says, I'd see no one else who's more befitting than receiving this dollar for a refuah shlema than someone like yourself who had a bris on the day of his grandson's wedding just to be part of the Jewish nation to make his grandson proud, but not just to be proud, to be Yiddish naches proud. So here's the dollar. And as soon as he gives it to the Zayda Reb Wolf, he starts to cry. And the, Rebbe, and the Rav says, I don't understand, why are you crying? You're at your grandson's wedding. You should be besimcha. And I'm giving you a dollar of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, you should be besimcha. It's a shmira. And the Zayda Reb Wolf says, you don't understand. 30 years ago, when I came from Russia, my brother-in-law picks me up at JFK airport and tells me, it's Sunday, the Lubavitcher Rebbe is giving out dollars. Come with me, I want to go to get a dollar. You just came to America, this will be your first sightseeing. That you'll get a dollar. So I go to 770 Eastern Parkway, where everyone knows the Rebbe gave the dollars. And I wait my turn in line. And when I come to the Rebbe, the Rebbe gives me a dollar. And the Rebbe looks at me and says, where are you from? In Russian. And I say, um, I just actually landed today from Russia. So the Rebbe turns to me and says, Rebbe Wolf, did you have a bris? And he said, no, I'm a Tenik Shanishba. I never had a bris. So the Rebbe says, when you have a bris, come back to me. I'll give you another dollar. And of course, I pushed it off and I forgot about it. I never did it and it's 30 years and the Rebbe is not here. But I had my bris today and you came to me today, right now, and you gave me a dollar from the Rebbe who had given it to you many years ago. How amazing it is. The Rebbe promised me that when I will have a bris, I'll get the dollar. And I had the bris today and you gave me the dollar. What amazing hashkacha. What amazing how it comes together from the Lubavitcher Rebbe giving the dollar and encouraging the bris to this grandson becoming from by a shliach who had this dollar for many years in his pocket waiting for the right moment and then giving it to the right person making everything come full circle. We never know what we do and for whom we do it and why we do it.
But it's so interesting to always know perspective. And the perspective is we do things that we don't always understand. We do it because it's the Ratzon Hashem. We do it because it's the right thing to do. Sometimes our parents tell us something and we don't always understand. Sometimes our wife, our husband tells us and we don't understand. Sometimes our Rav tells us and we don't always understand. But we have to know that if it's the Ratzon Hashem, we have to do it. And maybe we will understand at a later date. Maybe it will affect two generations later. Maybe it's like para aduma that's a chayk and we'll never understand. But if we know that we don't always have to know, that's also knowing. And that's what the Torah teaches us. Sometimes it's a chayk. Sometimes you do something and it doesn't immediately affect you. It affects you in the future. Or maybe it doesn't even affect you. You do a good deed and then someone many years later remembers that, oh, your grandfather did this for me. I will do this for you. And it pays off 50 years later. So let's always remember perspective. And perspective is help others even when we don't expect a return. Do the right thing even if we don't always understand. Thank you and thank you for listening.